Welcome to Hebrews Ministries, a podcast for focusing on biblical views for being a Christian. My name is Eric Hansen, and I am the host of Hebrews Faith. Now, with this being the new year, I wasn't sure what to talk about on the first episode. It has been a little bit since I last talked to you, but things have definitely been lively, that's for sure. I'll keep this short and sweet so that we can get to the meat of this episode. But one of the reasons for the silence is due to the fact that I was moving and needed to get everything set up again. I also took the time to reflect on the podcast and how to best glorify God through it. I see no better time than now to start talking to you again. With that said, I want to chat with you about our temples. In 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20, Paul writes that our bodies are a temple for the Holy Spirit, that our body now belongs to God because of the price Jesus paid, so we need to honor God with our body. Looking at the scripture, in the NIV it says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore honor God with your bodies. The context around this passage about sexual immorality Because God created us in his image, we were designed for a world where it was solely a man and woman relationship. We can also extend this to say that it is a one man and one woman in each relationship as well, as there was only Adam and Eve. I do tend to take this a step further though and look at how I'm treating my body in other ways. As the sin Paul is talking about in the passage is on the same level as most other sins as well. My life is pretty sedentary as I can easily make excuses to not do something and I also work a desk job on my 9 to 5. Because of this, I am considered morbidly obese in America. Last time I weighed myself, I came in at about 335 pounds and I'm only 5 foot 10-ish. Maybe you're dealing with a similar situation, even if it's not your weight. While gluttony is definitely a sin, so is sloth. Procrastination can easily be overlooked as harmless. But when we look at it through scripture, we see numerous times where it is very much so harmful. Ecclesiastes 11.4 says, He who observes the wind will not sow, and he who regards the clouds will not reap. If we wait for the perfect scenario, we will never achieve anything. There will never be a perfect time to do anything. If you're like me and dealing with perfectionism, Know that it is evil's way of getting between you and God more than anything. For a little bit of transparency, and this is also why it takes me a long time to release an episode of the podcast. It's a bit of procrastination, but it's also perfectionism. And I want to do it perfectly the first time through, and it just kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy of destruction. So, something that I keep trying to work through in every episode, and it's why some episodes also sound better than others. Because I'm trying to also accept that there are going to be flaws. Now, if we look at Proverbs 10, 4-5, it says, A slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He who gathers in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps in harvest is a son who brings shame. When a hand is slack, it means loose or idle. Your prudence often translated as wise otherwise. It is better to start early and have little from it than it is to start something and not finish. 
sleep through harvest, the crop will wither and all the work you put into it would also be for nothing, as if you didn't plant it at all. With these thoughts in mind, my life pretty stagnant. I needed an extra push of diligence or I was going to stumble or my body is going to suffer. This is this aligns with obesity being a major influence in various health complications that could be reduced or avoided otherwise. So while I'm not dealing with sexual immorality, I know I need help in other areas of my life so I could be excited to show God how well I treated his temple. If you're struggling with anything at all, I could just use some options. One would be a Christian-based or focused counselor or therapist. You can also look for a program like Celebrate Recovery or another Christ-centered recovery program. There's also seeking guidance from others in your congregation or church. Kind of as a last resort more than anything else would be exploring secular help that doesn't hurt your spirit. And it's really the last one I want to talk more about because it's also the most dangerous I feel. While all these points and others fall under the be careful territory, there will be times or seasons when you need to seek outside help. For me, this was for my weight. And for you, there may not be a program like Celebrate Recovery to partake in. Even in the Bible-covered area I live in, I mean, there are many churches around here, there's not a Christ first gym, nor do I know what one would look like, if I were to be honest with you. For me to work on losing the weight I need to, I have to go to the gym that I know is secular, and have a trainer I am unsure about being a believer. This is also where Paul makes the statement we are to be in the world but not of the world. I'm strong enough in my faith where I could be in such an environment and not come to temptation to indulge in squaring or whatnot. My weakness in this is when I'm surrounded by my friends though, which is for another episode, but it's important to note that I'm not perfect here. This year will definitely be an interesting one for this ministry, myself, and I pray for you as well. You and I should always be striving to grow in spirit, love, and grace. Importantly, though, we should be trying to ensure Christ is at the center of everything we do the best we can, even when we're thrown in situations that are not welcoming to, you know, such comforts. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Hebrews Faith, and until next time, have a blessed season and growth.